It's a super films cast. 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 Super films cast. Super films cast. Super to super to super to super to films. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Filmscast 64. I'm your host, Trey Mitchell, and we have Adam Fullerton here. Adam, how are you doing? Trey, doing well. It's movie season. It's here. It is. It's The, the movies are here. Um, go to your local uh, Nickelodeon, pay a quarter to see uh, all the picture people. Wow, doing pay, the pay a quarter at the Nickelodeon? Oh, yes. What a... <laughs> <laughs> what a scam. What a scam. The you know, you get your uh train moving at <clears throat> building, see horse running in slow motion, all your, all the all the hits. All the hits. The Cordelodian uh is Oh, I guess it would be a Nickelodeon because it's a nickel. I guess that makes sense. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the, that that would make the more Cordelodian sense. Cordelodian these days would be uh, the IMAX 3D Real D right uh, Dolby Digital Surround Sound. Yes, in where which... uh, we can watch the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer at the same time, which is what I'm gonna do. Okay, I need to see. Uh, I need to see that tall woman, tall Barbie. That Greta Gerwig. She that, doesn't. She doesn't make movies about regular sized women. No, about big old women. There's big old women. Big Damn. old, like tall. Little women and, and little women too. <laughs> yeah, those are the two things she does: little women and big women. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, Adam, uh, we we uh, should talk about that. This is maybe, probably, your final show. Could be, could be on the podcast. And uh, I just want to say we're still friends. Um, you know, we uh, just have creative differences, and sometimes uh, you just want to, you know, uh, you gotta have some time. Uh, my dad's calling me. All right, Trey, please leave the previous part in this podcast when your dad got the call. <laughs> Trey's dad called and talked about how they're about to eat pasta and watch Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> this so. is an Italian Italian <laughs> Christmas, okay? It's an Italian Christmas, Adam. Uh, you won't understand, okay? You don't get it. I don't. As no. A, as an Irishman? <laughs> yeah, as the Irishman. You wouldn't Not the get... Irishman, because he oh. would have a cl- an intimate knowledge of... Right. Of the Italians. Right. Uh, the garlic eaters, as they say, and yes. it's a wonderful life. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. That, but Mr. Anyway, that Mr. Potter. That I've not seen that movie, and I refuse to. I don't refuse to, but I have not seen it. That That's a terrible mistake. And oh, it's a good one. It's very good. All right. Well, uh, this is a uh, might be Adam's last show. Yep. Creative differences. Mm-hmm. We're best friends. We yep. really are until in a few months you hear the expose about how uh, we hate each other. But yeah. uh, Adam, why why are you leaving? I'm going to start uh, on a on a different network. Oh shit! And then um, Trey's going to come on uh, at a at a very convenient time uh, for uh-huh. <laughs> maybe when some of the blowout guys are right. are busy. Yeah. Trey will come over and they're having their own f- white elephant. <laughs> yeah, we finally have our own our our reunion, yes. our much anticipated. Much anticipated. Yes. Right. That's that's the plan. It's just to it's to build excitement. Yeah. But why are you leaving? 
Where you, uh, where I got a I got a pink ass little baby coming. A pink ass little baby. Yeah, he's gonna have a little pink ass. All right, <laughs> little Donald Duck ass. <laughs> oh well, like I don't daddy. know. I don't know the status of the Donald Duck ass. All I mean, I... it's hereditary, right? If, if you have it, he's got to have that. Well, Donald Duck it, ass. yeah. I mean, it's. Obviously... I've not seen Gina's ass, so I wouldn't know what kind of ass she has. <laughs> thank you. Thank I respect you, thank your you. wife. <laughs> thank you for so... refusing to be hypnotized by my wife's right. boobs and butt. Yes. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no. Obviously, my ass is uh, a dominant allele. Yeah. So we'll we've been running the Punnett squares. We've there's only so many combinations. Uh huh. Um, I think he's going to have one large ass cheek. <laughs> Can't wait! Can't wait to see your baby's ass. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to swap, look at my wife's ass, and please do not look at my baby's ass. <laughs> All right, I won't be looking at any asses. Just yeah. your just your ass. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't mean you're gone forever, but it, no. you, know, you got responsibilities. Yeah, I, just, I just am not going to be able to do it consistently. And everyone everyone who listens to this show knows we're all about consistency. Yes, we are very much about consistency on the film cast. Uh, so I think uh, I'll be getting a couple people. Um, oh, oh! I thought I thought uh, we had come to an agreement that this podcast was going to be uh, uh, dead, and you oh, were not oh, allowed no, to sure talk uh, about movies. <laughs> I'll in never any talk way, about movies yeah. ever again. Okay. Yes. yes. Good. Good. I just um, that was my one condition for leaving. Yes. That. Well, uh, this this podcast has been a great way to hang out with you, yeah, and I yeah. feel like you know uh, it kept us uh, to talking while you were uh, gone. Yeah, in, uh, Cleveland for, for a sure. while and. So, yeah, um, it's going to suck because I do enjoy talking movies with you. I enjoy it, too. Yeah. We will, I mean, we, I guess we can, we'll still talk movies together, but. Yeah. I just, I, I may have to, we'll still talk movies. I may send in some audio clips. I would love that. If you got it, if you got some hot sports opinions on some movies, send in a clip, we'll Perhaps. play it. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah. It's just, you know, time away yeah. from. You don't know. This what, isn't a job. You like, this is not a job. This isn't a job. No. Like we're just doing this. We're not getting paid. Yeah. So yeah, you, you know, you gotta you have responsibilities and yeah, it's fine. There you go. I'm just. It's fine. Pissed. Not mad. Yeah. Not mad at all. Not mad at all. Yeah. Uh, I I really should have thought about doing this before you got so strong. <laughs> I know. And I could beat now, you now, up. now, now, Trey is so much stronger than he used to be. <laughs> Kick your ass. And now, now I decide to betray him. Yes. Unfortunate for me. Um. But uh, I uh, probably get Jay King, who's been on the show before, yeah. and uh, another guy, um, uh, Blake Ball, who's a friend of mine, who's really into movies, and, you know, try to get a few new people on, and should be good, you know. Better. Better than ever. We don't need well, you. Well, well, we don't well, need well. you. Well. Be better. <laughs> uh, but no. So uh, that's sort of the news. I didn't really want to talk about that until it, it was like kind of... We knew when the last one was going to be, which I guess you said depends. This might be this, might be this week, might be next week. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, Trey, we've <laughs> been wa- we've been watching movies in the meantime. <clears throat> we have. It's good. I've been able to kind of also the fact that so many movies come out very quickly on video on demand. This they is going really to be a do, good man. time yeah. to be new father. Yeah. Or just like the ability to to watch something and mm-hmm. not be like, all right, well, I'll wait. Yeah. Nine months. To- well, I guess it's good and it's bad. I mean, it is bad. Is it bad for the experience overall that, uh, I don't know, what movie was Justin Theater? I mean, Banshees of Inishirin, not Inishirin. Like, which, I don't know, I'm of two minds, where it's like, why did it have to wait so long? Mm -hmm. You know? And it's also, 
was there anyone who is going to see Banshees Probably in not. theaters yeah. that ended up missing out on it because of... The- I mean, but there's like a lot of movies that just don't have a lot of time in theaters. Right. You know, like for sure, like, which yeah. is a, a tough thing, and they get squeezed out and all that sort of thing. Like you know, Tar. But yes, like yeah. Tar, I wasn't able to see in theaters, and then I didn't have a way to see it. Um, now I got a perfectly legal version for you. You know, you can't spell Tar without <laughs> Yar Yar <laughs> uh, Tarrant. Yes, yes. The I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. So kind of making our way through the golden globe movies came out mm-hmm. i think we'd seen i think i've seen all of them except maybe babylon which just came out right um ooh. uh that girl just texted me again okay hey i thought your dad was sending you pictures of the raviolis <laughs> or no man i'm <laughs> not i'm all about that pussy now <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at the Golden Globe nomination. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm getting like freaking just tons of stuff right now. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Let, let me, I'm finding uh, these now. They're, they're going to miss this. Yeah. They're going to miss this. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to miss it. Uh, I'm going to miss you coming in here, slunking on my couch with your big, uh, big In-N-Out burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's usually what happens, and you just get it every... Actually, Austin's the messy eater, not you. So, for Best Motion Picture Drama, Avatar, Way of Water, Elvis, why? Uh, the Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Elon Musk is going to be happy. Yeah, of course. Uh, and then not for... Um, let me see here. Uh, comedy, you have Babylon, Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, and Triangle of Sadness. Right. So, I've actually seen... Uh, all of them except for Babylon. I have not seen Triangle of Sadness or Tar. I saw... Uh, you have Tar. It or, and, it or Babylon. Oh, do you want me to well. get your Triangle of Sadness? I mean, it's on Amazon, but you gotta rent it. But that's not a big deal. Well, let me work through what uh, yeah. what I've been given. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. gracious gift. Yes. Um, yeah, I got you a few things. But yeah, I've seen all of them except for uh, Babylon, which I'll probably see next week. And the Globes back on TV. Okay. This year. So I do wonder if that is kind of part of it, that they want movies that people have yeah, heard seen, of. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like that list, that New Yorker list, like some of those, like even, you know, listening to like the Grayson Leach stuff and it's like, oh yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. It, they are all very so- good sounding movies, yeah. but it's like... You know, you just, I don't know. I mean, I just wish there was more ways people could, or there was interest for them, you know? Well, even like Avatar Way of Water. Yeah. Which we saw. It's nominated. And it's nominated. Made $140 million opening weekend. Mm -hmm. Which was a... Not great. Not great, yeah. Not great for for what it was. Yeah. supposed to be do you yeah. want to talk avatar first is that what uh, we, where sure. we should yeah, start yeah, yeah, yeah let's talk that um because i had a great experience going to see that movie that might be one of the best experiences maybe not watching the movie because that was actually a horrible experience mm. um i did not the movie itself but uh well okay the first time i saw it i went with uh tc uh blowout network zone tc 
Blowout, Blowout Network's own Josh and a uh, friend of Blowout Network, um, 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 Jorts. And uh, we all went to go uh, to the Cinemark okay. and go see Avatar. And this was, was this real D, 3D? This was the 3D, all that stuff. Okay. The th- real IMAX. 3D, yeah. Uh, I don't think it was the 60 frames, uh, but it was like the you know IMAX. Mm-hmm. And that was a great experience. And uh, with you, all those guys, it was fun. You loved fun. it so much. I went, you know, well, I had to because we are in a fantasy football league. Well, well, yes, but I also just wanted to bring up, you fell asleep during that first one. Um, well, it was because it was, uh, the movie was 1130 at night. For some reason, <laughs> TC and his buddies are a bunch of vampires and want to go see a movie at 1130 at night. <laughs> and I am, you know, I I don't think you know. I don't, I don't really promote it a lot but i work out now a lot trey know? rises and grinds i <laughs> i get tired like because i'm you know working out i'm 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 busting my glutes my pecs whoa they're all being busted hey and uh i get home and i'm a little sleepy and i'm a little tired i almost fall asleep until tc texts me asked me for a ride because i think they were all um you know mountain dew they're all hyped up on mountain dew all those mm, boys i know that much <clears throat> those guys like rainbow fentanyl they're all on rainbow fentanyl those guys are mm-hmm. I mean, they're crazy uh and so yeah i'm like i'm i actually told him thank thank you for texting me because i was about to fall asleep in my my bed <laughs> and I, I had a coffee there at that cinemark i've actually been in that cinemark a bunch recently um and what's been going on at the Cinemark? I just my friend likes to go watch movies there, and I've been seeing movies with him a lot lately. Where where's the Cinemark? It is seven Cinemark Seventeen. In, in what city? It's in where is Cinemark Seventeen? It's in Dallas, but it's a okay. Little, well, little, that's all I was wondering. I was just making sure you weren't going out of your way. No, 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 no. It's the closest Cinemark. Um, and uh, yeah, I think like in the middle, I just got kind of sleepy when they're that whole part where they are pretty much just riding in the water you mm-hmm. know like that middle part that's kind of when i kind of yeah. nodded off yeah which is probably the most not offable mm-hmm. part i think it is the most extraneous part of the movie while also being one of my favorites it's it's just so amazing to watch it's so good to watch yes. it doesn't have very much to do like you could do what happens yeah in a very short amount of time. It's it's I like think. I think I'm, I mentioned like Blade Runner 2049 where a movie you also fell asleep during. No, not that one. Did I? You no. Did. I don't think I ever did. It's okay, you did. Did we see that together? It was another it's the exact same situation <laughs> where you saw it the night before and then Oh yeah, I did. Well, that was like more because I wanted to. Right. Um, because I love me some like, but it's like you're just on that wavelength. Like I right. could see a five-hour movie of this, of Avatar. No, well, like uh, that scene, I could just watch that, like that underwater stuff. It's so good, and it's yeah. obviously like, and the entire movie is kind of this. It's just like James Cameron being like, oh, this is what I like. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's like this is what I'm into. Yeah, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna. Do I want this. you to see it. Right. Which is uh, cool. So anyway, we can get into the movie more. You can talk about the movie experience. Well, uh, you want to talk about you dressing up as as full blue face, as a as a Navi. Yeah, um, I did it. We you lost a, a fantasy football bet against I did. me. Yeah, everyone might be surprised. Uh, I dressed as a full Navi. 
Uh, Trey refused to put any photos of it on social media. Uh, he... All you have to do is eat lunch with him, and he will share it multiple times. Right, but if you uh, if you go you I'll if you buy a no. wig and a and a morph I'm suit and, and paint, paint your face blue, you get nothing. Right. Trey says no, no, no. I'll post uh, it today. No, is it was good. I dressed up as an Avi. I was in full Jake Sully. I was in old Jake Sully hair. Yes, um, which. I I think that's why I was getting so many looks. Yeah, <laughs> people were like, "Does he know that Jake Sully's hair has changed in this new one?" The, the, also, that the paint the paint was a little lighter. Than... Well, the, yes, I I erred on the side of going too light as opposed to too dark with the face paint. Yes, yeah, uh, that's probably I had, smart. I had a darker shade that was from. Uh, uh, Party City yeah. that cost a suspiciously low amount of money, uh. <laughs> and uh, I said, I don't know if this is going to work. Uh, so yeah, so it I was an impressive costume. Thank it was you. very tight fitting, so it was very funny. Yeah, um, you, you, it's a morph suit. You got a. Uh, I got to be yeah. a Catman. You got to be Catman. You got a a, a big glow up bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I got a glow yeah. up bowl. A Did glow anyone up bowl come up to you? Of, I didn't see anyone come up to you. Uh, as to like say something? Yeah, or like get a picture or... Um, I had a few people say some things when I was at the bar buying my uh, what, Island Spirit yes. drink, the <laughs> Avatar, the AMC MacGuffin's Bar yeah. uh, Avatar themed drink. Uh, the guy said, can I see your ID? And the guy behind me said, you don't look like that. <laughs> Which was pretty funny from that yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there were some people that said some things. I was I had to walk. We saw it at North Park, so I had to walk mm-hmm. through North Park Mall at yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all dressed up. I had one lady say, "I love it. I love it." I had a kid say, "What movie are you from?" <laughs> oh, that's not good for James Cameron. Yeah, <laughs> said, kids uh, have to ask. Un- unfortunate. Uh, you don't know the character Sully. We or what's his Jacob Su- Jake Sully? Yeah, Jake- Jacob Sully. Jacob yeah, his Sully name is Jacob Sully. Uh, when we sat down with our Panda Express, the the teens next to me uh, cracked up laughing. <laughs> Uh yeah, it was it's a good time. I had to I had to uh sneak out in the middle to go to the bathroom uh and Ooh, had to that work. Had to unvelcro myself and take it all the way off so oh, I was God. fully nude in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> with my blue face. <laughs> it was good. It was great. It was uh, it was just like they had got to the water part and yeah. the avatar spirit hit me. And Ooh. I and I said, "This is all I'm thinking about right now is going to the bathroom." Yeah, because I had gotten dressed early because I wasn't sure how long the makeup was going to take, and so it had been a while since I'd gone to the bathroom. And it was we were like an hour fifteen in, and I yeah. was like, "There's about to be two more hours of this movie." I, yeah, and there's I a lot gotta of water. Go. I got and it's only going to be water from yeah. this point on, and uh, whales that are disappointed. <laughs> um, so. So yeah, that's that's what I did, and now we have it. We have it. We have we have the suit. I think it's going to be in other uh, bets. In other bets, I like it. Have a few ideas. Okay. 
things that you that we could wear the Navi suit to because of all the suits of all the places to wear a Navi suit obviously uh the premiere of Avatar yeah is it's, the, it's the most normal yes that's the most normal <laughs> um, Mario movie <laughs> uh how about church I'll <laughs> Will you be let in? <laughs> um, a pickup basketball game. Okay. Uh, TSA. Yeah, you're not going to get through. <laughs> Just be there with your bag. Um, bottled Blonde. Bottled Blonde? Bottled Blonde, the club. What club is that? It's a, It's called Bottled Blonde. Okay. <laughs> you don't know Bottle Blonde? I guess I'm not cool like you, Wow, obviously you don't know. That was the big one during COVID that everybody went to that nobody would wear masks uh, to. Okay. Mark Cuban owned oh, partially. Okay. It's in Deep Ellum. It's the okay. one that uh, fucked the neighborhood. How about that? Great. Uh, a concealed carry gun <laughs> class. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, a job interview. Yeah. Mm, you got to go. You yeah. got to do it. They're, they're going to be done. They're going to say Trump rally. To work. Trump rally, with Trump rally yeah. would be pretty good. Um, voting is similar. <laughs> Going to um, swim lessons. And if, if people ask you if you like the movie, what movie? Yeah. I mean, that was that was part of the, the thing. People would be like... Uh, Hey, great costume. What costume? What costume are you talking <laughs> about? It was funny. Uh, do you have more? Uh, trampoline park. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so, like, the couple next to me. I So, they... I, I, I haven't been to an AMC in a while, and I just saw the... Um, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman uh, commercial for the first time, and I had to pay my respects. So, I stood up, and I clapped... And the guy next was like, well, why did you do that? Like, is that like, because they showed like Jurassic Park. They're like, is that like your favorite movie or something? Do you just like Nicole Kidman? And I'm like, no, it's a it's a stupid internet thing with the trailer. <laughs> oh, no. Just a dumb internet thing. Don't oh. worry about it. And the whole movie, the, this couple was like commenting on everything really loudly. Just like, hey, you, you did that. I can't. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I don't want to say shut the fuck up, but I wanted to say shut the fuck up. Those are non-movie people. Going Those are non-movie people. They don't get it. It's amazing. Yeah. You go, you leave your little internet world, and you realize, oh, no one else knows <laughs> or cares about any of this yes, stuff. Yes, no. I, I'm on film Twitter, and everyone just freaking <laughs> jokes on jokes about Nicole Kidman and Tar. The everyone Kidman. understands my Tar's line of humor, and no one gets it outside of that anyone unfortunate yeah so avatar how did you like it in general um i did like it it twice i did like it i don't think i'll see it a third time it's not a three-time kind of movie you will not see it a third time i mean maybe maybe when avatar comes out but like you know who knows um not in theaters this time a third time not close i don't think i'll see an avatar movie outside of theaters yeah i mean that's the the place to see it but um I, i mean like you know i don't think i'll see it in this current run again now. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, it was very good. I like, I think the same issues that the first one had, this one has. Like as far as just maybe stories a little little hokey at times, but 
I think the dialogue was weird. I didn't like them saying bro all the time. It was very cash, bro. But, um, but I thought just say I just like visually though that well, you're not going there for the story. You're going there for the visuals. Right. You're going there for. Uh, I I I want to. I mean, I said I wouldn't see this at home, but I do want to just like buy the, whatever Blu-ray it comes on and watch how they made it. All, this All the documentaries, special features. yeah, the special features, the, mm-hmm. the features, the features, uh, and just see how it was made. And I mean, that's incredible, like how they did that. And you know, like I, I've seen a few interviews with James Cameron saying like they did use some practical, not practical stuff, but like every all the performances are real. Yeah, you know, so like just yeah, just uh, oh, ways to make a movie. I, I think that's incredible. Um, did you see Edie Falco said that she thought it came out I saw that. years ago and bombed? Yeah, that was <laughs> just, funny. I was just like, oh, no one I talked realize, about I this. I forgot she was in, uh, in it. Like, I didn't realize that she was in the movie. Um, well, G- like, before she... I didn't real. I didn't go into the movie knowing Edie Falco was in it. Right. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. I thought, yeah, it, it was... I just... My concern is, like, they're kind of keeping the same bad guys and stuff. Right. Which is, like... I don't get why you would do it. It's not like that general was a very compelling bad guy. Right. And you know? I would say, especially in this one. Yeah. It's purely revenge. Yes. Against uh, Jack right. Sully, which right. is not as interesting. No. Um, it was more about family, though. It was, it, more, it, it was most certainly yes, more about, about family. family. Um, yeah, which which was, you know, I, I guess that's good. You want to scale it down a little bit. Not everything can be this big need to save everybody kind of movie mm-hmm. right I, I think it's smart to maybe scale it down a little bit yeah because you're gonna make six of these and so what do you get you can't top every single one you know right uh do you believe this is i mean this is a little bit beside the point do you believe that they're leaving the water are they going all across pandora yes. for all these movies yes because at the end they kind of say you're a member water of this people tri- now you're a member of this tribe yeah, they're gonna have to leave somehow. I, I don't. But but Would, James Cameron loves the that's water. What, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, that I, I wonder if well, that's James his Cameron whole thing. has said that eventually we will go to Earth. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he said in some interview I saw like eventually we'll get to Earth and see what's okay. going on there. Um, I was pissed. There was really no Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, just a very small cameo. Yeah, wasn't doing his horrible uh, Italian accent. No, no. Uh, you you say it's horrible. I say it. I thought his performance was amazing, but um, um, I yeah, I don't. I I uh, I'm trying to get my thoughts in order on this. It was very long. I enjoyed it though. I had a lot of fun with it. Like it's definitely it's not a a thinking movie. Um, I think it's very creative and inventive though. Um, I think a lot of the creature design is very inventive. I think the water stuff looks better. Yeah, and it's not just because whatever ten years has passed. Like the water creatures look more believable yeah. than the land creatures, yes. and part of that is just because there's so much fucked up shit in the ocean that you don't uh, know. It's but, not as you know. You know what a dog looks like. You don't necessarily know what a, or you know how a dog moves, but right. you don't necessarily know how a whale moves. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. So there's that. I. I went back and I watched the first Avatar mm-hmm. uh, the day before we saw it. Did you dress up for that too? Uh, I did. I <laughs> I wore the morph suit. Uh-huh. Um, 
the story stuff is, I think, pretty good in the first one. Uh huh. I don't like. I, I get think, that people are like, is Pocahontas, but it's like, that's whatever. You can say that about any Yeah, th- I, I any don't like that argument because of, you can really kind of, yeah, you can make that argument for everything. Because like, everything is the same story told over and over again. Right, you know? which uh, it's fine. And you can say it's not like, whatever, super mind. It's fine. But like him being like in a wheelchair who is able to like experience things right. again and he's a fish out of water. He's like supposed to be doing the science stuff but he's also getting pulled by the army to do all kinds of that stuff and there's just a bunch of like internal conflict yeah with him there's more stakes and who stakes he needs are, to do. Yeah. like the jake sully character and his stuff i think is really strong in mm-hmm. the first one actually and you can kind of get why he's kind of between these two worlds um and the decision you make this one there he's a, much, he's he's just like a father who has yeah. to do what it takes. He is a family guy. He, he is Adam. He he is a family guy. And um, can you just I would leave say now? <laughs> that's the last thing I say <laughs> on the podcast. Um, so there's I don't I didn't love the kid stuff. No, mostly I, that's that's my big thing. I wanted more Jake Sully doing what he has to. And I think, I mean, that's part of his like, oh, he's got this rebellious kid Mm -hmm. who's trying to do whatever. They do it like three or four times where he kind of is rebellious and goes and runs off and then he's going back. There's very little of Zoe Saldana in this movie. She Mm -hmm. has, at the end, I think she has a very, very strong part. Yeah. But she's like not no there at all and she just kind of screams for the beginning right kind of cries she has that very right very um how would you just like primal cry right yeah. at the at the end i mean even the beginning well yeah, yeah. yes right yeah and there and then there's some stuff with like yeah i don't think the villain is yeah, as good I don't, in this i don't get why they're keeping that guy as the villain yeah it's not a very good villain um it's just so I I think it is a pretty middling story yeah. told by a genius auteur right uh, who has been given a blank check <laughs> to do whatever he wants mm-hmm. and said okay I'm gonna play the hits uh, yeah from yeah. like like there's stuff in We're this bringing movie Sigourney Weaver back right as a Jesus figure yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> Pretty obviously, the savior. Uh, somehow, the uh, Sigourney Weaver has returned. Yes, uh, a... there's stuff that's like looks like it's straight out of uh, Titanic. Like some of the some of yeah. the shots, yeah, and yeah. things like that. The which boat stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Like all the boat stuff, all the underwater stuff. It's so good as an underwater man myself, as someone who I appreciate good water. As someone who would love to, I've scuba scuba before. Scuba'd. I would love to be scuba certified yeah. if it was something that I felt like I would do ever. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like I would do it all the. It is something that I would do all the time if I had unlimited yeah, funds. Awesome, yeah. Um, yeah, like if I was James Cameron, I would probably do the exact yeah, same. Movie. Like I'd be like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna get in one of these like little tiny body submarines and mm-hmm. like. 
troll around the bottom of the ocean. Like I would a hundred percent do that. Yeah. Um, there was a, um, a funny, this, uh, this is a story from another podcast. So it's not my story, but the guy on this other podcast was saying that he went to the bathroom after avatar and there's two bros behind him. And the one guy goes, you know what, man, I think I'm going to learn how to swim now. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> taught, taught people how to swim, changing lives. How about that? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the, the like crab ships. Those are cool. Very cool. Yes. There's a lot of cool stuff. There's just, I love like the, the whole, um, the whales like membrane or whatever is like, uh-huh. gives you internal youth, you know, like I like these little like things you learn about maybe earth back home about why they're doing all this stuff. Like this planet has like abundant of resources and they're kind of just raping it. Yeah. You know, of these resources. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I'm very interested about like the earth stuff. Right. Just, and I think that there could be a lot. I mean, like what exactly are they doing back there now? Are they building a civilization? Yeah. They're building a city for something. So I assume earth is, a wasteland of and, some sort. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, I think the third one probably is it's not going to be a 14 year wait because I think they're 95% done shooting right. that. Oh, so, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. That'll be, that's supposed to be in two years, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, you know, the, this one got delayed a million times. Why did it get delayed so much? Just technology and stuff? Uh, I, I think it was part of the Fox-Disney merger. Yeah. Or the When Disney bought Fox, mm-hmm. and then they were like, all right, well, what are we going to do with this yeah. enormous thing? Um, I think that was part of it, and then just James Cameron being... Yeah. Being him, wanting to want to make sure everything's right. Um, no, I, I... Yeah, I'm with you. The story's a bit middling. Um yeah, I wasn't too thrilled with, with the kids stuff. I, I think Sigourney Weaver, that character was fine. I think she was fine. Um I thought the little girl She's was kinda cute. out of place. Yeah, like, it's, it's it doesn't a bit out of place. it doesn't the arc doesn't complete. I, I, yeah, well, like, I, I think it's they're obviously waiting, though, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's you know, setting right. stuff up for future movies. Which I I appreciate that. Right. You know, I appreciate that. Like uh, giving you something to kinda chew on. Yeah. To theorize online. Um I thought the little girl was cute. Little, little like little mm-hmm. kid thought that was a cute character yeah yeah but no just like i mean everyone's gonna probably see it it's just something to you know feast for your eyes kind of kind of deal and i thought like, it's fine. it's, it's yeah. not it's not a bad like even if you're like oh, i mean i don't know i don't really care it's like it's good enough yeah, yeah. And it has like i don't i don't understand what this doesn't have that a marvel movie would well it has as also action scenes that make sense and right. have placement and you know where things are, are, you know what's going on. I did enjoy during that final action scene, like it was a lot to do with what kids were on the boat and what kids were off the boat. And, and you knew kind of, okay, who was back on now they're off, but she's back on, but he's, and so yeah. it really did a good job with that. I, I like that a lot. Whereas like Marvel, it's just blah, 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 you know? Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, it's very good. It's a very go. good action movie. You got to see it 3D IMAX. Did you? The 60 frames a second's a little weird. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's still bad. Yeah, like it was bad in the Hobbit. Yeah, it's still. Yeah, it, I think it was worse in the Hobbit. Oh yeah, but it it's really still bad. like all of a sudden just randomly yeah. straight up looks like a video game right. cutscene yeah, at yeah. times, or like it's like 
moving. Jarring, it, yeah. yeah, it's like jarring in the way that the movement, I think it's... Because, I mean, the whole idea is it's supposed to be smoother, but it mm-hmm. is almost more more choppy. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's sped up in a way yes, that's not definitely. natural. Um, uh, which is which feels like a big whiff in, yeah, I don't in, in a movie that, like, everything else is, like, like so... Perfect. Yeah. So, Adam... Um, what do you want to talk about next? Because we uh, we both saw Fablemans. Let's do Fablemans. Okay. So uh, Fablemans, if you don't know, is the film by Steven Spielberg that uh, is semi-autobiographical. Like, uh, what would you even call it? I think semi-autobiographical yeah, is what I would call it. Yeah, semi-autobiographical. Um, about... Oh, I totally forgot. I saw Gremlins too. We need to talk about that. Uh, uh, Semi-biographical about his life growing up. Yeah. Uh, becoming a filmmaker. Right. He loves and it. He lo- loves movies. Movies. Are, but I, I would say also this is about his family, mainly his mom and dad. It is. It is, it is about. Definitely the, about his family. Yes. About a relationship kind of falling apart and sort of him using film as a way of almost like therapy and getting through this you know yeah hard times i think that's some of it i think a lot of it is just kind of i don't know how much he uses like he definitely uses it to discover one of their main issues yes well maybe like almost because like the the sister comes in at one point and goes you're the most selfish person in this family because you just hide behind your camera and do this the film stuff and you're not really dealing with everything we're dealing with right so like it's almost a way to like of him to escape maybe more than cope right you know for sure it, yeah i think it's it it's and a decent stuff like it's very obvious that like this is something that he's thought about yeah a lot i think that there's still kind of a glossy sheen yeah on it where it's not as hard on either of his parents probably or even um seth rogan's character yeah right because uh, i think he said that's his favorite uncle and so he must have had some kind of relationship with him you know after the movie ended right you know uh there is i would say a fantastic scene in the middle mm-hmm. where he he talks with his grandfather uncle uncle right? his yeah it's great uncle or something yeah yeah about about what it means to be an artist yeah which feels it was really distracting though when he said that you'll never make jurassic park jurassic there's no dinosaurs around that was really weird that he would say that mm-hmm. uh the I color think... purple yeah you're never gonna make that one are you <laughs> is <laughs> that scene and then uh the yeah the scene at the end with david lynch i fucking love that scene dude love that scene very yes. good and the last shot i was smiling yeah, yeah. like yeah. just a very very much a good a good thing yes um i really like this movie i i like it but i don't think i love it okay 
I, I think also any movie where it's a bunch of kids making movies, I'm kind of in. Right. Like Brigsby Bear or, you know, any kind of thing like that. I just... I I, I really enjoyed the yeah. filmmaking stuff yeah. in this. The the war movie that he makes yeah. is very fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, and he, all the little, like, tricks he uses. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, it's really cool to see. Yeah. Um, I really liked the uh, scene when in the locker room, though, after he presents his picture to uh, or movie to. Uh, I'm not trying to be in the hallway, in not the hallway, the, not yeah, the yeah, locker room. No, the hallway, the hallway, the locker room. Yeah, scene. that's a whole different scene. <laughs> <laughs> the hallway after the, the school dance, he shows the picture, yes. and the guy comes up and goes, "Why did you do that?" Because he presented him in like a really glowing light. Yeah, and it was like, well, I did it maybe because it makes a better movie, or it's because this. It's what the camera shows. Yeah, like, and, and so I'm just what, reflecting what the camera shows. And it's almost and, sort of like a commentary on maybe Hollywood and like that back then, where I think. Um, like you know a lot of the jewish people went to hollywood like well hey, the uncle even talked about it you know they went to hollywood to escape sort of the um um prejudice from other parts of the world and they're making you know non-jewish people look good mm-hmm. and uh it's just sort of a good like motif for oh you know i wonder if that happened i thought it was funny that uh he's got like a girlfriend and stuff and and i think there was some article where some guy who knew him in high school was like yeah he didn't get any girls dude <laughs> <laughs> he did not have a girlfriend uh but he, yeah i thought i thought there's just a lot of good just good scenes like that um in the movie i i think there are several very good sequences mm-hmm. i know a lot of people are talking pretty highly about michelle williams's performance yeah. It wasn't my favorite. Uh, it wasn't my favorite of the movie, no. I actually thought uh, Gabrielle LaBella, that's his name, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. I thought he was, like, really, really good. And I was kind of, I just thought he was, like, a pretty face. Like, okay, just some kid. I don't know who he is. Because, like, you know, Ready Player One, I was very disappointed in that actor. Like, oh, he's just just a dude. And I just thought, oh, okay, just another dude. I was like, oh, no, this guy's really good. Like, the way he... Uh, you know, like emotes and, and dealt with like the trauma. It just felt very real. And he also went to the uh, Andrew Garfield school of calling people an asshole too, because he does the same fucking thing, you asshole. <laughs> and he's got the fingers on his head. Yeah. The whole time I was watching this movie, I said, this man has the shortest arms I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. I do not know. I mean, I think he's just, like, a short guy. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. But, like, there's something... Well, so is Spielberg. Right. Yeah. But there's something specifically about his, his arms, arms that I'm like, those are not human size. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't notice I that. Don't, it's, it was something I was focusing on the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I would just be like, man... I don't know what it is about these arms, but they're <laughs> just obsessed with the arms. I was, and it, it kind of took me out of it, and that's why I. Gave it. I think Paul Dano is pretty good in this. Yeah, movie. I thought he was about to say I really like Paul Dano in this. Like Paul he, Dano gives like a complex performance. Yes, yeah, I uh, love Paul Dano, and is yeah. like a pretty interesting character. I mm-hmm. think one of the more interesting yeah. characters thought, in the movie with how he like deals with things. And yeah. I thought casting Seth Rogen was actually kind of a smart move because yeah. he's sort of a guy that you would not like. Um, I mean, it's complicated, right? Like, it's complicated. Like, he... I don't, I don't know. I think I think it's kind of the opposite. I think it's just like, hey, this guy is a very likable guy. Yeah, and I think that's and why so, you cast Seth Rogen is he's likable. 
And, you know, and it's like, okay, yeah, he may, it may be a complicated situation, but hey, he's a very likable guy, you right. know? And I think Seth Rogen is perfect for that because yeah. he is a very likable guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking back through stuff now and there's just like so many scenes individually. There's like the train scene. There's yeah. the scene in the closet. Uh-huh. There's the scene bef- setting up the scene in the closet. Mm-hmm. There's... The scene with Lil Tammy Craps from I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. <laughs> His sister. There's the scene with the uncle. There's the scene at the end. Like, there's uh, there's the uh, the one in the hallway with with the, yeah. uh, with the guy. Um, very, very good. And it's like, it's Spielberg, mm-hmm. baby. It, it make it's I I think next year I definitely want to go through like Steven Spielberg's catalog and rewatch a lot of his stuff because I've not seen Jaws in forever. I don't I think I didn't I haven't seen E. T. since I was a little kid. You know so I, I watched, definitely want to go back. I watched a bunch of E. T. clips. Yeah, uh, earlier this year. Nice. And I was like, this is fun. Yeah. Um, they I would only- definitely go watch uh, White Noise. God, that's been kind of bumping up my top ten, li- my top list this year a little bit. Thinking about it, and that's, it's weird. It's but the middle part is very Spielberg. Mm-hmm. It is very Spielberg. Um, yeah. So I mean, I I gave that. Uh, what did I give the Fablemans? I gave it a four and a half stars. I gave it a four. Okay. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, is there anything you've seen else? I also well hold on. Actually, let me give the let me give the review of the whale because I think yeah, people do want to hear about yep. that. Agreed. Um, so I went to go see the whale, Darren Aronofsky. That's a very controversial movie, I would say, about a, a six hundred pound man trying to reconnect with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser plays the aforementioned whale. I don't think he's ever is called it, the whale. Is that <laughs> no? There, there's a lot of Moby Dick references in the movie. Um, it's based on a play uh, written by a guy, uh, I'm assuming, uh, um, written by Samuel D. Hunter. Okay. And, the, yeah, the, so I think people are wondering, like, okay, give, ask me some questions about this movie. What, what do you have? What do you, you want to know? Does he eat? Is there a scene where he eats? Yes. There's a few scenes where he eats. It's not. It's not like a. It's not like epic meal. You know, you ever watch epic meal? It's, like, it's yeah. not like that. There's okay. one scene where he kind of gorges, but it's not. It's not. It's it's done because something happens, and it's not egregious. Okay. He does, double decker pizza. <laughs> double decker. Double de- and put some ranch on it and eats it. Which at the time I'm kind of like this is gross, but I'm driving home I'm like. That I can get a pizza. Good. I can get some pizza right now. God, uh, that pizza, that's a good man. idea. Double deck of that pie and get some ranch on there. All right. Um, is it sad the whole time? It's very sad. It, that's like yes. it kind of seems to me, and it would make another Aronofsky movie just like The Wrestler, where it's like The Wrestler is a, a much better movie. Okay, uh, it is very much like The Wrestler, though. where it's just like a guy who's down on his luck, yes. and it's just like just a series of bad things that happen or like not getting what he wants. Yeah. Well, so what this, the movie takes place pretty much solely in the house. Okay. And it's a bunch of people coming in and out of the house. So it feels like a play. Okay. Um, 
what's weird is I watched some clips of the play, and the tone of that is way different. Is that just like because you have to have that weird theater energy where yeah. you project to the back well, of no, the room? Well, no, it's like people are laughing at at jokes that in the movie were not, not people jokes. were not laughing yeah. at all. Okay, like 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 fat jokes. You know, yeah. like, yeah, certain things in the movie, it is not funny in the movie, but it's funny in the play. Interesting. And the play, it's a, one of the plays was a skinny dude and like, it looked like that Michael Scott fat suit where it's oh. just blown up. <laughs> okay. Like, it looks ridiculous, yeah. dude. Like, Brutal. I, if you really want to be like, which is more offensive, I think it's that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think, I think the Brendan, I think the fat suit with Brendan Fraser had is impressive. I also think Brendan Fraser totally earns an Academy Award for this. Okay. I, I, I mean, I think Colin Farrell is amazing. I wouldn't be mad if he won, but like, I think just what he does for the movie because it could be, it could have been a disaster. Right. Yeah. But I think what he does, he brings so much humanity to this character, and he is so sweet and loving and and hopeful. Even though, and this is kind of my issue with the movie is that everyone around him are horrible. Everyone's yeah. horrible around him, uh-huh. except maybe his doctor. Um, you know, she's she's nice, but like everyone's kind of horrible, mm. uh, or they're angry. They're horrible, or they're angry, and he is like not angry. Um, he is he's very optimistic, and he uh-huh. says things like you know people are beautiful and people are perfect, and you know he's trying to reconnect with his daughter, and he just he just calls her perfect all the time, even though she she's not. And she's, you know, has trauma. She, he left, pretty much he left his family for one of his students, another guy, mm. and pretty much abandoned them. Gotcha. And then that guy died, uh, and he kind of just started to eat himself to death. And this is pretty much like the last week of his life, the whole movie is, mm-hmm. uh, because he knows he's about to die. And, um, and so, yeah, like people are very upset with him because of certain things and then my issue is that it sometimes felt a bit mean um i'm not 600 pounds uh i don't know how a person that size or even a little less would feel about this movie Mm -hmm. i wonder yeah but i think though like it's not just because he's fat it's because he did those other things too does it feel exploitative i don't think so I didn't feel that way. Um, okay. I I don't think so. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, someone else, I, if someone thinks it feels exploitative, they have every right to think it feels exploitative. I didn't feel like it was exploitative. Okay. Um, there wasn't, you know, like he's not gorging himself. You never see him gorge himself. He's not like being it's like. It's not like I am a bad person when I am the fat man. No, 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 no. It's more about him his love it's way more about his relationship with his ex-partner or mm-hmm. not, but the deceased partner right. who died rather than him being this fat guy it's not about like you know him being so fat it's about he has this trauma and this guilt mm-hmm. and he's trying to like correct it and it gets very sad especially towards the end you know because like his whole like the whole goal he has is like to make sure that his daughter turns out okay mm-hmm. kind of like the wrestler um and yeah, I, I I like that part. But there's just like, there's a um, what do you call it? a missionary that comes in, and he's like this young kid, and I felt like 
the writer, it, you kind of get this with Richard Linklater stuff sometimes, where you feel like they have a grudge and they're trying to write that grudge and it doesn't fit uh-huh. with the story. And like this, this minister thing was very didn't have anything to do with the rest of the story, and it felt like it was trying to like. But was it like a dig at Christianity yes, sort of thing? Very much it, so, and, and like, like you know, oh, like, this doesn't really fit. In yeah, what this is. very much. Well, it, it kind of fits, but like it also it feels like a big dig. Yeah, and like you kind of at the there's like this last confrontation where he says some things, and I'm like, it doesn't. I, I just didn't. I didn't buy it. Did I, I didn't like it that that much. But um, I I think it's very good, man. I mean, I gave it three and a half stars just because I had some issues. But I thought it's a it's a solid three and a half. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's um, I, I would see it. They it's done in a sort of a letterbox sort of uh style where so everything feels very cramped. Okay. I mean, you do see his whole body, you know, walking around, moving around. Um, it's hard for him to move around. Mm-hmm. Um, never felt it was too exploitative, though. Okay. Uh, but you can watch that and feel very differently, and that's I I would res- I get it if you do. You know, I just my thing was I also just don't have a, that much of an issue with fat suits when it's like that when it's like so big. It's not fat bastard. Like right, yeah. like it's not him. Not he's not. You know that's exploitative and. Right. You know, this is done really well, I think. But I, I think, though, I think it just suffers with sort of a mean-spirited script at times where I think uh-huh. I think in the play it's played as comedy where it's not played as comedy in this at all. I think that's probably the big issue with it. Yeah. But I think it's... I but think Brendan, him at the core is like... Brendan the... Fraser is amazing in this. Okay. And... Um, it is worth saying it for Brendan Fraser. His performance, not how he looks. It's his performance. It really is. He's very good. Uh, I want to see more of Brendan Fraser in things now. Yeah. So that's my review go. of The Whale. Very good. All right. Yeah. That's, that interests me okay. a great deal. Okay. I was already interested in it. I was planning okay. on seeing it. But, yeah, just haven't gotten out to it yet. Um, I hate it, I bet. Like, this is shit. One star. Why did you like it? Uh, I watched the docu- the Netflix, it's on Netflix, documentary Descendant. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I've heard that. Yeah. So this, uh, it's an Obama-produced movie. <laughs> Obama. Mm-hmm. It is about the- Hi, Obama. Why won't you, oh, well, why won't you fix the grid? <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Why wait. didn't he fix the grid? Yeah, Obama. Um... It's about the last slave ship to come to the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, it's 1860, I believe. So it's like right before the Civil War. The slave trade has been... Like June? Is illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Like the the trade itself is. And so um, this guy in Alabama... um, the I think they're the Mayer family is Maher Mayer Maher could be Maher, Maher. it's not Maher but it's it's <laughs> it's like M A E H E R um they he gets this captain to take this boat go over and then does the whole slave slave trade gets a bunch of people puts them underneath the boat takes them to uh, this part of Alabama um, 
they go drops them off um they're broken off to three different plantations they're freed shortly thereafter Mm -hmm. um because of the civil war um but the the guy you know lights lights the ship on fire because it's illegal he didn't want to get arrested for it the ship had never been found um, so it kind of starts off with like National Geographic is in on this search for the Co- Cotilda, I want to say, is the name of the boat. Cotilda? Uh, it's, it's something like that. Uh-huh. Cotilda? Uh, um, and so they looked over. There's like conflicting reports from what he said originally to what it, he mm-hmm. said later in it and some there's some like letters between him and his son about or i guess his his son's son and his son have conversations about it and stuff like that so they're looking for this boat uh and a bunch of the descendants of the boat still live in that town it's called plateau um but it became known as africa town they all still, a lot of them still live in that town. They had, um, Kudjo Lewis, I believe, is one of the leaders in the town. And they kind of talk about, like, the value of land. Mm-hmm. Don't let people take the land. Like, you get the land, you, you keep the land. And they, um, the group that came from the boat, like, bought a bunch of land and did all this stuff. So now, whatever, it's 2019, uh, and a lot of the people still live there that are descendants from this time. Um, It's surrounded by all this heavy industry. Mm -hmm. So there's, like, this giant paper mill that had this huge lawsuit against them for throwing all the all the this chemical stuff in the air all these people in the area had cancer um they had always been kind of suffering from it and uh it's just kind of zoned very poorly where all this heavy industry is around it all that land is still owned by the Maher family Mm -hmm. and they're giving it to all these people so it's like they were oppressed by this slave owner mm-hmm. guy and it's kind of just like a thing that's like hey this is something that's like still happening okay. like the, like their descendants are still being put through hell right by this family all these all these years later in a still, more different so, way in a different so it's, like that it's, yeah. it's kind of a lot of different things so that's part of it um, it's not really a spoiler because they find it pretty early on. They find the ship. <gasps> um, and then it's like, okay, well, what do we do with it now? So now it's like, it's, there's a lot of like questions about like, what do we do with repar- like what repar- uh, what reparations are deserved? Mm-hmm. How do we use the ship? where does the Bennett so we have this ship are we going to make it like a museum thing is mm-hmm. it going to like how is it going to help the people that are involved who is and all this stuff so there's just like a million questions that come from it so it's a lot of like there's generational trauma stuff there's like a little bit of talk about like 
like poverty and and kind of economic uh environmental mm-hmm. issues and and all that kind of stuff there's just a lot of different things that are going on with it it's really good um i liked it a lot uh descendants descendant on descendants on netflix on netflix do it before they stop the password sharing there you go or you just pay Ugh. um yeah it's, okay. it's it's pretty good. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. There's one part in particular. There's one scene. The uh Space Whales. Great, great, great whatever. I think he's like a great nephew mm-hmm. of the captain of the boat. Take him. So they go out to go see where the burned ship is. And so it's all these all the descendants of the slaves on this boat and this captain guy the nephew the the direct descendant of the of the captain and he's been talking like pretty he's like yeah this horrible things all this mm-hmm. things and then he's just like on the boat and he's like you know i mean but some of the stuff i read it uh does seem like he treated them like pretty well mm, right and just like the camera just sits yeah and just like lets it go and just like everybody is just like kind of like it's like the most cringy thing i I hate using the word cringy but like appropriately just like oh my god oh my god (laughs) just like and it goes and it it that's a very uh very tough scene to watch. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say. So it's pretty good. It's on Netflix. All right. Um, is that all you've you've seen? I mean, I I've watched It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I'll say it's just great. It gets gets better every time I watch it. It might be kind of close to one of my top twenty five favorite movies of all time. Wow. It's not like it is a Christmas movie. It shouldn't just be considered a Christmas okay. movie. It is very are much... Are there any other movies like that that are... That are kind of like lumped in as something? But they're it, not... A, like a Christmas movie that you could watch outside of Christmas mainly. Because um, Halloween, you have a t- you have horror movies, it's right. sort of... Yes. But I think Christmas is like, you kind of only can watch a Christmas movie during Christmas. Because so many of them are like, I mean, I guess you could say, well, die hard, die hard to Christmas. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Like, but I mean, <laughs> I'm like, about, that's like, what hey. it is. Like, it's just like, it just happens oh, really? to happen around Christmas. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, it's, like, it is specifically, like, Christmas is kind of beside the point of the movie, I guess. Okay. Um, like, the final scene. It's not the Santa Claus that is right, specifically exactly. about that Christmas. That is about Christmas. Right. This is about a man who had dreams in his life and consistently has to, because of other things that happen, settle for something else. And he settles and he settles and he settles and he settles and he he ends up in a life that's way different than what he wanted. Um, And it's not like, whatever. It's not a bad life. It's not a bit. It's a wonderful life. At the end, you realize it's a wonderful life. Yeah. He's had a wonderful life. It's not what he wanted initially, right. um, and he does it for other. And so, I mean, it's a little bit of like you're helping. Yeah, like you've you've done the right thing all along the way, and all it's done is made things worse for you. Right. Um, kind of, kind of story. 
Uh, Uncle Billy in that movie, all-time dumbass, grade A moron, <laughs> just a just a regular dictionary definition of the word buffoon. Nice. Uh, should have abandoned that man in the in the world where uh, where George doesn't exist. They say he's in an insane asylum. Put him in there anyway. Yeah. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't be around. Um, but I I really do love that movie. Very good. All right, well, um, so I have a few that have come out this year, and so let's do a rapid fire. So I uh, I saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Okay. Um, Pete. Pete D. What was Pete D up to? Uh, he he's a he's a dick. No, he's being no. a little dick. Oh no. Um, is this like the most tongue in cheek movie of all time? I wouldn't say it's tongue in cheek. Okay. Yeah, it, it seems that way from the trailer. Not really. It's just a lot of like lingo from today. Like okay. it, it's a bit well, tongue in cheek, but it's not. It doesn't. It it's not like it just feels from the trailer, which is obviously not. Yeah, everything just felt like it. We're winking no, at it, this it, thing. It, this represents this. Right. It didn't really feel like that. It, okay. It, it, it. It's actually kind of a a good ending. It, it was almost just like how one thing can kind of unravel relationships. Okay. Of, of that may not be that tight of relationships. Where did you watch this? Um, uh, I think it's on HBO Max. Okay. I want to say, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's not the best thing ever, but it's 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 pretty good. Uh, I also watched Gremlins 2. Two Gremlins. Uh, that movie is you. You talk about winking at the camera. Movie knows what the hell it is. Right. Yeah. There is a part in the movie. I don't, I don't know if I want to spoil it, but like, there's a part in the movie where they're reviewing Gremlins one, and they're saying it's bad, and then or they yeah they're reviewing Grim. I think, uh, and they're reviewing Gremlins one, and then the Gremlins come and wreck the review. And there's a part of the movie where the Gremlins actively stop the film, okay. and and they have to go and. Uh, uh, and they have to go and get Hulk Hogan to tell the Gremlins to put the movie back on. Just like they know what it is. Right. Like, yeah. the, uh, you know that Key and Peele skit? Like, it, it, it's pretty much, it's pretty accurate. But it's like, I thought going in, it was just a really crazy movie. Uh-huh. No, it's intentionally crazy. Okay. It's like very intentional, very kind of meta humor. Uh-huh. Like, it knows what the hell it is. It, it's, it was really entertaining. Gremlins 2 is very entertaining. Okay. Um. I would definitely recommend watch that. I uh, two more movies. I saw the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio. Okay. And just as far as um, just watching something very impressive, uh, the animation is incredible. Uh, it looks because it's great. all puppetry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks really good. Really good. Uh, it's 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 not as maybe dark as I would have liked from Guillermo del Toro. Uh, it's a little light, and maybe, and I'm even talking about like the character design uh-huh. is not as I really love his monsters, mm-hmm. and like I thought the whale would be a little more creepy, and it wasn't. Yeah, and so like yeah, you know, but I still thought it was fantastic. Uh, uh, is the donkey well, boys there? No, well they switched it out kind uh. of, because this is the way he kind of did this more about fascism. Like it takes place like in the 1930s. Uh, you see Mussolini. You know, it's very much about like fascism and stuff because okay. it's Gamble del Toro, uh, and he does that a lot. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, the, I was actually disappointed there were no Donkey Boys. 
I was very much looking forward to Donkey Boys. Yeah. Another uh, time for Donkey no. Boys. No, but I enjoyed it. Uh, it was great. Last movie, Triangle of Sadness. Okay. Now we're talking. Uh, this is kind of in three parts. The first part is... Like a triangle. Yes, exactly. Um, about uh, Carl and Yaya. And uh, they are... Well, Carl is a male model, where he's getting into modeling. And Yaya is like an influencer, and she makes a lot more money. And they're pretty much having a huge argument. And about just like money and all this stuff. Like he is a very insecure guy. Very, you know, jealous, insecure. Uh, and she's kind of... You know, whatever. Um, she's not, uh, but she's also sort of like a lot. You know, she like kind of like uses him and gets her way with things. And they go on this boat, this cruise. This is the second part. Is this cruise? And there's a bunch of rich people on this cruise, and uh, and they have the wait staff, and like it's sort of their interactions with the wait staff and how they kind of belittle them a bit. Um, these rich people are terrible. Uh, and, um, you know, Carl and Yaya don't really fit in. And then you meet Woody Harrelson's character, who is a drunk. And, uh, they, um, some stuff happens. And the end, there's the final third is something else. There's a huge turn in the final third. I thought the final third should have been the whole movie. Or at least half of the movie. I thought it was very strong what they did with it. And I would say the movie is worth that part as well. Like It's worth watching for that. Okay. Um, because, yeah, I thought that was really interesting and cool what they did. And I thought the movie would have been better if it was all of it. It was enjoyable, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. I thought the final third was when like it got really good. Um, so, yeah, I saw it on Amazon Prime. I rented it, but I think it's it's enjoyable. It's very strange, but um, it's enjoyable. I know people don't like it, but you know, I thought it it did well with its commentary, and I thought that th- I'd like to talk about it more um, if you ever watch it. Okay. Because I thought the third part was really cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's Triangle of Sadness. I'm sure yeah. you'll see that uh, get nominated for something, you know, down the road. Okay. Uh, I know um, the the girl who played Yaya, uh, Cheryl B. Dean. Uh, she passed away uh, this year. She's and like, she's young. Like, I think she had some kind of like disease or oh, no. something. Yeah, like so that's very sad. Like she wasn't that old. Um, dude, no, she was our age. Like she she was born nineteen ninety. So yeah, like she's our age. So that sucks because she was really good, you know. But yeah. uh, R.I.P. and uh, R.I.P. to the films cast. R.I.P. films cast. Yeah, maybe we could. If, if everything goes well, we could do our top 10 next week if that, everything goes well. Yeah. I mean, I want to try to watch Tar yeah, first for sure. Definitely watch Tar. Um, but, yeah. I mean, if if Baby's not around, then I might be able to sneak out one last time. Okay. All right. There you go. Well, hopefully we'll see you then next week. Bye-bye. And more next time on Super Filmscast 64!